So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. The Great One pays tribute to Scott Hall, and we'll get into more of the wrestling world mourning the passing of Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott Hall, today with wrestling media legend Bill Apter joining us as well. We'll have some special memories with him on today's Sports Keto Wrestling Top Story of the Day. The Hardys, what is their future? Is there a big match they're teasing? And we're going to see them in action tonight on tonight's AEW Dynamite. Plus, we have news about celebrities at WrestleMania. Damian Priest chiming in here with Logan Paul and Johnny Knoxville joining the fold this year. He's been a part of a celebrity angle at WrestleMania. We'll get into all of it and so much more. Don't go anywhere. Share that link. You stink. It's Sports Gear. Sports Gear. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Sports gear wrestling top story of the day. Jeremy here, Jose here. More importantly, hey yo, Bill hey, Atkins hey, with us. How you doing, Bill? Right down, right down that way. Right hey, down yo. That way. hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, indeed, hey yo, indeed. Uh, Bill, uh, obviously, this is the story of the week: the sad, unfortunate passing of. Scott Hall under some very tragic circumstances here. I know you had a very close relationship with many different luminaries in wrestling and you had a very good friendship with Scott Hall as well. Yeah, I did. He was, Scott was, uh, by the way, welcome everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, it's great to be here and I love being on this show and it's a horrible top story, unfortunately, um, that the wrestling world has lost one of its iconic stars and a lot of us have lost a, uh, a close friend, as I mentioned on uh, um, a video that I did um, about Scott, a tribute to him, a loving tribute to him, is that he was a character both in the ring and out of the ring. He achieved his biggest fame, as you know, as Razor Ramon, but he was just a great person to be around. You never knew. He he threatened to kill me times, and I knew he was only joking. <laughs> one time he sent a photo... One of our editors from Pro Wrestling Illustrated went to a convention and he came back with a picture autographed from Scott Hall. If you don't put me in that rag of yours, I'm going to kill you. Your friend, Razor Ramon, Chico. (laughs) So stuff like that. He was just incredible. But but just he was one of these guys a lot of people thought would be dead years ago because of uh, his addiction problems and. he, he beat all that out, and it's unfortunate that uh, during after the hip surgery, he had the, uh, the three heart attacks that uh, led to his, uh, his demise. But uh, he was the best, best bad guy, because he loved to call himself that, uh, that I had ever seen. And I, from now on, for the next few weeks, I've got one of these in my mouth all the time. <laughs> 
There you go. Obviously, uh, you have a great video up here. People can check it out. Your website, BillAfter.com, and you work at SportsKeeda.com as well. Yes. Uh, love to share this moment with everyone. Can, can you maybe set this moment up here for us as we go? Yeah, this is at Bud Carson's Pro Wrestling World, and I asked him if I could interview him, and he says, how much money you got in your pocket? I said, I don't know. He put his hand in my pocket, pulled out a $20 bill and said, okay, now we're good to go. And he kept it. <laughs> he kept it. He kept it. Of course check he kept this it. Out. Check out a few minutes, a few seconds of this. Um, as I mentioned, it's on BillAfter.com. And uh, uh, my my words are on uh, SportsKita.com, doing a, a part one tribute to him I did on um, – Monday night, and I'll have another section of that part two Thursday or Friday night. So, hey, yo. Well, after reporting here for one wrestling dot comb over, and you've always wanted to do that, haven't you? He loves getting me with a comb. Now, who do I look like now, Curly? No, do the do the nutty professor. Oh, actually, I need glasses. Who's got the glasses? No. You know, uh, actually, see, the nutty professor actually would be like this. Scott Hall, welcome to the after chat, my friend. So you you have so much. But you, you talk to me every time we talk to each other. You always say that, and it's not just me. It was a whole team of people that we buried you in the magazines. So talk no, about no. it. No, no. What I want to say and get yes. this clear is yes, they would put my pretty movie star face on the cover to sell the <laughs> magazines. Then on the inside, they go, well, he's just not quite living up to his potential. So to all those people, I want to say when I leave here, it's going to be a big gathering of fans down there. Oh, down where, you ask? Down yeah. All right, that's a, that's a representation. By the way, you look great. All you right. look great, and you still are uh, <laughs> with him. But there's a there's about four or five more minutes of uh, of this video that people go to uh, one wrestling video or billafter.com. You can see the uh, whole thing. Over ten thousand people have visited since uh, I posted it last night. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss the. Uh, Bad guy. I did send the video to uh, Kevin Nash, who was extremely uh, broken up over this, as you know. And he just he said it made him smile because that was that showed what Scott was like. Mm. It's certainly a lot of personality and effortlessly cool guy. I think yeah. it, I, the, there's never been a billing of oozing machismo. You know, there's, this guy's the phenom or this guy's that or this guy, you know, that subtitle that gets given to someone. There's never been someone who fits that better. You know, he was just effortlessly cool. He was gracefully yeah. cool. He doesn't just put on cool or says he's cool. He was that. You bought it. It wasn't, it didn't feel like a gimmick. You know, even though this is a guy who had a character created for him, he just stepped step right into it. So, uh, Jeremy, we have more news here about the wrestling world continuing to pay tribute to Scott Hall. Uh, one yeah. of the biggest stars to ever transcend the business in the world of Hollywood. Rock is now joining the conversation. Wait, well, what's his name? The Rock. It doesn't Blair. matter what his damn name is. <laughs> it doesn't matter what his name is. Uh, the Rock posting on Instagram here recently, uh, mentioning the pro wrestling at uh, pro wrestling just lost a legend in Scott Hall. Scott came from an era of pro wrestling where wrestlers were the biggest and toughest men on the planet. Scott was a big man who was athletically gifted, tough as hell, and inside the ring, he was an extraordinary, talented, and intense athlete. Before my match here with Scott, I made sure to tell him how much his in-ring work influenced me. When I was a rookie in wrestling, I would study Scott's matches, his style, intensity, crispness, and his excellent in-ring IQ and psychology. I studied his matches frame by frame. He was shocked to hear this from me. We came up in different errors. He knew I was a student of the game but had no idea 
He was one of the ones I studied. He thought he, that was so cool. And we went out there that night and lit the F up inside the ring. It's my honor, brother. And uh, thank you for the house. Go rest high. Uh, and also on Rock's Instagram, he posted a video clip of his match with Scott Hall. Uh, very fitting tribute, you know. And obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are going to see that with The Rock that may not even know you know, about, about Scott Hall passing. And, and so giving light to someone in that way is very, very special here. Yeah. Very, very special indeed. Yeah. And, and and again, it goes back to the, to the influence that Scott Hall had not only on a lot of generation that we see now, but even back then mm-hmm. 20 years ago with the rock, it's very evident when you see the rock is his in-ring style. It's very similar to razor Ramones. And you see a lot of that in today's guys. So, um, he was a major influence, not only on, um, on the veterans like The Rock, but, you know, the guys today. So uh, this guy, uh, Scott Hall, had a huge impact in the uh, in the world, didn't he, Bill? Um, it, it's, you know, saying a huge impact doesn't even break the surface with him. Because when you talk to people about pro wrestling in the heyday of uh, when everybody seemed to be a wrestling fan and everybody watched it, he was one of the key characters uh, that came along that everybody uh, hated but loved at the same time. They loved to hate him. He was so super cool. Uh, and, of course, he made history with Shawn Michaels in the very first uh, ladder match as well, which was one of the best ladder ma- one of the best matches I've ever seen. I mean, they, they, it, it spurned so many imitations of indie federations and other companies doing ladder matches, but it all started there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you see, like, especially uh, just recently when Sammy Guevara won that ladder match and he basically did the same pose that Razor Ramon did on yes. top of the ladder yes. with two belts, uh, yeah. you know, and that that uh, you can see that influence goes all the way down to a, a young guy like Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, again, he was one of a kind. There'll never be uh, another one. Somewhere down the road, I have a uh, interview I did uh, in 2017 that's on YouTube with his son Cody and I will uh, I'll put that out there somewhere in the next few days too mm-hmm. the uh, one thing Scott Hall said in the interview though that one where you played the teaser mm-hmm. is that would he like would he rather be the greatest wrestler in the world or a great dad and he said dad you'll see it on the interview a, f- a fitting word here, fitting yeah. word here from a guy who's just definitely showing his impact in the business. And sometimes you, you don't know what you are to people and some, and until they don't have you, you know, and, I, and, and you kind of see that here. And when um, he, when he, when he and uh, uh, Kevin Nash, of course, went to WCW's NWO, look how those two and Eric Bischoff, of course, brought that whole thing yeah. in, but look how Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, at that beginning, changed the wrestling world and the whole attitude forever. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's one of the most seismic moves in the history of the wrestling business, and he's a critical part of it. It doesn't happen without him. You know, that needle doesn't change. That The whole thing that WCW and NWO would do that didn't happen, if that doesn't happen, does the attitude error happen? It doesn't and, happen without him. Yeah, yeah. and and so, I mean, he's such a uh, specific part of that, too. And uh, and so special to see people rally around him and his impact as a performer and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Uh, great comments here. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Uh, there will never be another Razor Ramon. Shout out to Bill Apter, great historian for the business. So people Thank enjoy the contributions that. here. Uh, it, it is odd to make the transitions here, but we do have some big wrestling stories to cover. We did uh, flip the script here a little bit. Uh, the Hardy Boys are back together. This was the positive news story from the past week. Uh, Jeff Hardy running to make the save for his brother, uh, his brother Matt, who's being attacked by his former faction that turned on him. On last week's Dynamite, we're getting a big teaser here tonight of a major match announcement. Yeah. Some big things happening here with the Hardy Boys. Uh, we've gotten some teasers online, but nothing uh, overt. Is it going to be this big match with the Young Bucks right away? Are they going to hold off on this, Jeremy? What do we know here? Uh, well, what we do know is the Hardy Boys will be reuniting in AEW for the first time tonight as they take on Private Party on St. Patrick's Day Slam, a part of a big card tonight. Of course, your main event is going to be the steel cage match between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And that's not the only title. You got uh, Scorpio Sky and Wardlow for the TNT Championship. You got John Moxley and Brian Danielson taking on Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. We also got a big six-man with Hangman Page, uh, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus taking on Adam Cole and Red Dragon, and the Jericho Appreciation Society commencement. So uh, a lot of stuff going on on St. Patrick's Day Slam, but of course the eyes are going to be on that reuniting of Matt and Jeff, and it's going to be a tremendous moment to see them together in AEW tonight. I think they're going to draw huge ratings with the reuniting of Matt and Jeff tonight and I, I'm I, I'm glad to see Matt kind of out of that managerial um, advisor type of role and back in the ring again yeah I agree I think I think that when the fans the the, the real hardcore fans they they're big Hardy fans right oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and I think that the angle that Matt Hardy was doing with the family business and the home office and all that stuff wasn't really resonated. And I think that the fans really wanted to see his brother uh, and them together to have that last run. If they can get that last run and get that, those AEW tag team titles, they'll be the only tag team to have gotten every single major tag team championship in the entire world for the except of Japan. I don't think they've gotten the Japan ones. No, I don't think they, I don't think they have, but I mean, it's still, you're, you're you're talking about one of the biggest drawing tag team acts in wrestling, you know, and, and they're going to be a draw. They're going to be a draw for Absolutely. AEW uh, as a combination. That's very, very special. And then you get to do this in your 40s, and you get to do this in a new way, and you get to do this away from WWE in a completely different way. So all of it's pretty positive. I mean, hard, hard to mess this up. <laughs> it's hard to get this wrong unless you start, you know, doing the wrong creative. But I don't see, like, they're going in that direction so far. Don't delete. Do not delete. Right. Do, do not, not delete. delete. So you're saying play the hits here. You're saying go back to the old school extreme team Hardys here. Don't go down the out there jumping through portals, Matt Hardy and and supernatural stuff. Is that what you're saying, Bill? Well, they might. You never know. I mean, yeah. these, these two guys have done things so out of the box during their whole career. I don't think either one of them thinks that they still can't do what they did 20 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, people with a lot of different ideas here uh, and takes. Uh, Brendan asking, do you think Jeff Hardy will bring out the Willow character again? No, I don't think not right now. I mean, if you see it, you're not going to see it anytime soon. Um, and other people with different takes here. The Hardy home office or whatever was trying to keep this thing on TV for a while while he was injured. Yeah, Eric Cavalera bringing it up. Uh, shout out to Eric uh, Calavera, who did some fan art for us. It's up on our Twitter. I just retweeted it out of uh, uh, drawing a very buzzkill-driven uh, Jeremy Bennett there, so you can <laughs> I gotta see I that. I haven't, see I, that. I haven't seen Buzzkill Bennett yet. Uh, yeah, but 
That was uh, that was something we, we came up yesterday, and fans are drawing it today. So thank you very much, Eric. Are I we gonna uh, are we gonna get Buzzkill Bennett today, Jeremy? Right, we'll see. Let's <laughs> <laughs> a real Buzzkill Bennett. Maybe maybe he'll sound off on our next segment here, talking about NXT. The uh, I didn't I didn't in. watch it last night yet, so I was gone last night, uh, so I haven't got a chance to. That's watch That's all right. It. We'll get into it. Uh, numbers are up for NXT a little bit, not a major increase here. Are they getting the Dolph Ziggler effect? Are they get, are finally getting the rub from the the cross promotion with Monday Night Raw? This is WWE's third brand. Uh, definitely a clearly more of a developmental brand since the reboot and the refresh of it here. Uh, and you have now more of these crossovers with raw names. Miz was on the show setting up some things here with LA Knight and Dolph Ziggler and more uh, shenanigans and angles in the main event with him as well. Uh, what do you think here, Bill bringing names over from Monday raw to NXT? Is it a benefit to the, the I watched NXT last night and I loved seeing the Mysterios come back in. I felt that was a surprise. A whole, that was a nice surprise. I felt a whole different, brand new type of like they were brand new in another territory back in the territory days of Ray and Dominic in NXT. It's like this is great. They're bringing in these two guys, and they were both. Even though we see them every week on Raw, it was still like these guys are brand new to NXT. Mm. Yeah, it, no, it also it, had a different it, feel it, it to it new. too. I, I enjoyed it. It, it. it also they had a different dynamic in it with the NXT crowd. I feel when when we saw, and it was a nice surprise because they weren't announced for the show no. and they just showed up. And I thought yeah. that was a really nice surprise for the crowd being there. But, I, but again, it felt different from seeing them on Monday Night Raw than on, on NXT. It, it, it was almost different. like um, the. <laughs> I'm going to equate this with the old Georgia championship wrestling uh, shows where it was in that smaller type of arena, even though the Georgia championship wrestling was in a small studio, but it was in a smaller arena and you could actually see and hear the fans reaction. uh, And everybody was so excited. It just seemed like a whole new ball game to me. It is exciting. I mean, uh, I'm not saying I'm overwhelmed about what the new NXT is here. I'm as jacked about it as I was in the past, but I got to say that they've put some things together here for stand and deliver that are still not clear, but the momentum overall in the show is interesting. I'm not saying it's the best, it's the best it's ever been, but they're starting to turn a corner here. Some of these yeah. new names are working. Some of the new names are not. Mm-hmm. They got some people that fans are talking about on the internet. Uh, they have some new names that are interesting to some people. Yes. I mean, I know some people have been down on Tony D'Angelo, but the guy gets a reaction. People care about him. He you know what I mean? Last night. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have these combinations now of established names like a Rey Mysterio Miz, Adolph Ziggler with these other names that you've known about, but yeah. need that level up here for well, lack of a better phrase. You know, they you need to level do. up. It, it's like uh, years ago when you had stars, but uh, even at Madison Square Garden, they would have major, they would have the champion, like let's say a Bob Backlund, but they loaded the card up with other bigger stars that the fans knew and appreciated. So this is, you know, who's going to be NXT, who's going to be next to come out of Raw or SmackDown and help bring the ratings up and draw some more excitement to NXT. Maybe this is one of the things that uh, uh, Vince McMahon and company are looking to change from the Triple H days is to bring in more talent from the uh, the two major brands to help get this more recognized. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too, Bill, because I I actually wanted to ask you about this. It seems now that six months in that NXT 2.0 with this new revamp that we have, the bright and colorful version 
of NXT 2.0. It seems like in the first maybe month and a half, two months, it seems like they were just throwing absolutely everything, everything they had at the wall just to see what stuck, right? Yeah. And th- it didn't take until maybe January, maybe New Year's Evil, right around that timeline, where they started getting into the groove on who their top guys are now with this new role. Do you do you did you see that too? I did. I did. Uh, so I think somebody might have been Vince McMahon saying, let's bring some of the stars onto that show. Perk it up. I think That's it makes sense. Think. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made a lot of good sense. They had a good rating last night. And uh, I was surprised to see that, too. I didn't channel turn for the first time in a while. Once I saw it, I thought, what are they doing here? It, it's worth saying this isn't a massive increase but it's the fact that the numbers have trended in a solid direction for a significant period sure. of time for the show. Uh, it, it isn't the most, it isn't the crown jewel of WWE television, but it's earning money. It's probably a show that's probably making money because you're not spending the same type of production costs on it. You keep it in one place. You don't have to fly that crew out anywhere. You keep that production crew in one building. You keep all those producers in one building. Some of them may even live there. So you don't have to spend all that travel money. You have a show that uh, you're making, you're getting X, Y, and Z. You're only spending half of X to do it. So I think that's worth noting here. When a lot of people come down on NXT, I was like, what do you get? What are you putting into it? What are you getting paid for it? It may be a show that's you probably, uh, you're probably earning quite a bit with it, even oh, though yeah. it's just a developmental show uh, and it's still on cable television. Yeah. But you know, another thing is that uh, I don't know if any of you agree with this, but Dominic Mysterio looked right in NXT. He's losing a lot of place. Do you think he looks like Raw might not be the best fit? He looks like he belongs in NXT. Absolutely, one thousand percent. Yeah, and it's such a young brand, and everything about it is like the idea of it's the whole perception of it is different. I I will say that with NXT, it's always the perception. It doesn't feel. I want. I don't want to say it feels less than. It just feels different, you know. And in a way where I think they can benefit from simply not having to be in arenas in front of casual fans. No, we're going to be in front of Smart Mark fans that want to see the the up and coming stars here. A uh, lot to say here. Uh, fans chiming in here. I got to say the Miz and Ziggler uh, and Ellie Knight all together in the ring last night was pretty amazing. Best segment of the week. You really like that one. Uh, yeah, it was pretty right. hot. Definitely moving along here. Uh, Want to know uh, your take about the celebrities. This is something you're uniquely uh, aware of, Bill, after. Damian Priest speaks on celebrities at WrestleMania. This year's WrestleMania, a stupendous two-night affair uh, in Dallas, in Arlington, Texas, is going to feature uh, heavy celebrity roles involved. Specifically, Logan Paul there will be tag-teaming with The Miz against the Mysterios. And Johnny Knoxville, of the uh, um, one of the biggest movies of the past six months, Jackass Forever, he will be taking on Sam. Me Zane. Uh, I, th- now- I think you need to find a picture of Kevin Von Erich and put it up to <laughs> Kevin Von Erich with, with the claw, with the claw hand, right? We gotta get yeah. we gotta get the Von Erichs there involved. Yeah. Well, celebrities is- have always been from the beginning a large part of uh, WrestleMania, and some people love it, some people, um, some people hate it. Uh, I think the Johnny Knoxville uh, Sami Zayn angle has gotten uh, uh, hotter than I thought it would be, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But throughout. WrestleMania history from Cindy Lauper to uh, Mr. T, and they, they've always had celebrity involvement in some form at most WrestleManias. It draws the casual fan. It will draw the uh, Logan Paul fans to, what is he doing? I got to watch mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, you so, know, it increases so I, their numbers. 
Bill, as you were at ringside for all those different things that changed the business, the rock and wrestling era, so driven by celebrities in the 80s, the national expansion of, of WWF as a brand was tied to celebrities kind of endorsing it and saying, this is cool. It's it's not just the carnival, you know, county fair type thing. It's, it's so much more than that. Um, is this another example of that in the modern age? Is this WWE trying to go to those younger teenage viewers who maybe just consume digital content and say, hey, if you love Logan Paul, well, we got him on WWE. Oh, yeah. Of what course. is the play here? It makes perfect sense for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's casual, also. Brings in the casual uh, fan. Absolutely. But it's all. It, it, WWE has a pattern of always being on the forefront when it comes to being ahead of the curve on technology and pop culture. Um, you know, WrestleMania one was a big deal because that was the first time, you know, when you, like you mentioned, Kevin, where rock and roll MTV, that whole pop culture scene mixed with wrestling. And he's done that year after year after year, um, you know, with performances with, you know, different artists, we've had Pitbull and Flo Rider, uh, you know, perform at, at, WrestleMania, and we've seen artists and other celebrities be involved, and this is just part of that WrestleMania dynamic where it's so big that it reaches across yeah. every single aisle of pop culture. So it's not exactly Super a big surprise. It's exactly, the Super Bowl. They always have a a halftime show with celebrities there. So mm-hmm. this is the Super Bowl of pro wrestling that way. There's celebrities, and and it's fine. It doesn't hurt anything. Uh, but, you know, we have people that are against it. You know, fans like this texting in saying, hope uh, Paul and Knox will get booed out of Dallas. Other fans complaining there's too many celebrities involved here. Other people putting uh, Pat McAfee in that in that category. Is is he technically that since he's the play-by-play you voice? I, Smackdown. I was going to say that because I don't know if you remember, probably about seven or eight months ago, I went on Twitter and I said that Pat McAfee – getting up on the table and screaming when Nakamura was coming out and mm-hmm. it really annoyed me. And he cursed me out on, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and I didn't mean anything vicious or anything, but he cursed me out. He has become someone I actually like listening to and all this, but the way he is taking this, uh, this whole feud now, um, actually it, it seems to be working. It really does. He's such a natural at it, though, too. If you saw his work last year in NXT when he did the War Games match and he had that match with Adam Cole, he's just a natural at it. He's naturally gifted to be in this business. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, did and if you, you watched his... Uh, McMahon, by the way? Excuse me. Mm, what, yeah. What, do, yeah, it's a great interview. Oh, Probably, absolutely you, you've, you've been able to have conversations with Vince again. Have you ever seen him have an interview that's that revealing or that candid? No, no, he doesn't like to do those. Yeah, so I mean, and this and it, even in the interview, it didn't seem like he wanted to like he he was candid and he was forthright and he he gave honest answers and illuminated into his perspective on on how well that's because Pat McAfee has a very cool, cutting edge type of audience, and that that's going to draw Vince to him rather than being on the Jimmy Kimmel show. It felt it felt like a Howard Stern interview where right. you're really I yeah. mean it's going to be fun and and it's going to be fun they're going to they're going to get some jokes and laughs out of you and stuff like that but they're absolutely going to go deep like they're not it's this is going to be a light you know four minute ha 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 the the plugger thing like a late night TV show like a Jimmy Kimmel which is no rip at those those are just fun things you go and do right uh, this is completely different affair and um on uh, talking about that this year's WrestleMania you've seen the build to WrestleMania and and it hits it hits at the right time. You know, mm-hmm. before we wrap here, I want to get your take, Bill, following the business so closely for so many decades. Does this year's WrestleMania have that build that a great WrestleMania needs to have? Because you were there when it started at MSG 
and you've seen it rise every year. It is the event that some people say this is what WWE's performance this year is tied to. Some people questioning a lot about this. Some people still complaining it shouldn't be two nights. All oh, fans are going to complain. But is the ride going to pay off when we get to yeah, Dallas? Yeah, I, I like the two nights because it's WrestleMania weekend now. Mm-hmm. It's not just mm-hmm. one night of WrestleMania. I think that's a great feeling to have. Uh, it's easier to digest. To there. Much easier to digest. Yeah, yeah much easier yeah. to take. So, no, no, I'm, 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 uh, I'm excited about it. I can't compare it to every other WrestleMania because it's a different audience than mm-hmm. it was 10 or 15 years ago. So for the audience that's currently watching it, it's a good, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, a lot of people have this question here. We can get this one in. Can we ask you about Cody Rhodes? Uh, Cody Rhodes, one of the bigger wrestling stories of the year so far, defecting from All Elite Wrestling. And the expectation was that he would show up in WWE this past Monday in Jacksonville, AEW's headquarters, uh, their hometown. He did not do that. Uh, and some people still expecting him to show up in WWE. When do you pull the trigger on him, Bill? We don't know yet. See, I, I never break a story unless... It has total credence mm-hmm. to it because nothing, as far as I know, is signed, sealed, and delivered yet. So until right. I see him in front of those WWE cameras, he's not there yet. But mm-hmm. what's your what's your gut feeling, Bill? I mean, you've been around this business long a time when you know when a story has some heat behind it and there can be some truth behind it. Like, what's your overall feeling and speculation about it? Because it, it, it's fun to speculate, and I know you don't want to confirm but what's your gut feeling telling you what we're going to see at WrestleMania? Um, he against Seth Rollins is, but I don't know how they're going to pull that trigger. Uh, I would have loved to have seen Seth Rollins start talking this past Monday night about uh, Dusty Rhodes and saying, you know, like Dusty was this and Dusty was that. He, he was just that. he just goes the Kevin Owens route. He's like, I'm, I'm going to start an angle. I'm going to I'm just going to get I'm, I'm going to get myself booked on the show. Yeah, I'm going to go after Texas. I'm going to get Steve to come out of retirement and come after me. I'm going to talk yeah, crap no, no, about but, Dusty. But, but Work for KO. Something something to do where he would put down the legacy of Dusty Rhodes. Something in some form. And yeah, boom, some form here comes another. the American Nightmare. Uh, By the way, before we wrap up, mm-hmm. tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. So I want to wish that great new champion, Rick O'Shea, happy, uh, <laughs> happy St. Patrick's Day. Bill, Bill, as a as an Irish person, I I don't think he's Irish. I don't think he. I don't Isn't think it he's, Rick O'Shea? He's, he's black Irish, bro. He's black it's Irish. A, he's tan. Oh, I thought, he's it, tan. I thought his name was Rick O'Shea. Oh, God. oh no! Oh no! <laughs> there it goes, me boys. Happy uh, St. Patty's Day to everyone. Happy St. Patty's Day as well to everyone out there. Slancha to all, all the, all the friends in there. Uh, Slancha all the wrestling fans in Ireland who are putting us on the charts in the in the podcasting category. You know, I'm from Ireland. Yeah, no way. Yes, yeah. Coney Ireland. Coney, <laughs> Coney Ireland. <laughs> Give this one in the super chat in from Rolling Curtis here. Always uh, support for the brand. Thank you so much. Rest Appreciate in peace to the bad home. guy. His hey yo was so over and received a pop reaction for over 20 years after the Razor Ramon character was written off. You know, you're absolutely right. He would come out, he would say nothing, and then two words pop. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're, they're, when, you have, when you have that grace, it is a very, very special thing. Bill, if they want to follow you and, and continue to go to the, the wisdom and go underneath the wrestling tree that you have that is so bright and full of uh, wondrous fruit of wisdom, uh, where, where do they go? Well, Sportskeeda, of mm-hmm. course. Just uh, go in, uh, in your browser, put in Bill. Get that book. Sportskeeda. Get that book. Thank you. Is wrestling fixed? 
I, I didn't know it was broken. I didn't know it was broken. That's right. My book is still on sale. <laughs> uh, but you can follow me on uh, Sports Kita. Just go to your favorite browser and put in Bill After Sports Kita profile, and all my stories will come up. You can follow me at After One Wrestling, and uh, uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of me on Sports Kita in the very near future. Jeremy Bennett, I know you've been enjoying. I have to go. I have All right. a, well, well, Bill, we don't want, want to hold you no, up. Thank you very much. And uh, I love being on the show. And please let me come back. We will absolutely have <laughs> Definitely. you. Hopefully, There's always hopefully before WrestleMania, we can get you on again. It'd be, it'd be that great. sounds great. Yeah. Have a good night, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Uh, Jeremy, I, I know we're, we're busy talking to Bill here. You didn't have any buzzkills. You were so respectful of legendary Bill after you didn't buzzkill him at all. Maybe we'll fix that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You'll really charge up the gun. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna behave with no, I'm, here. I'm, I'm gone well, Friday. Gone, I'm, gonna I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Kevin uh, Jose good. I'm gone Friday, so I gotta make up. You gotta for get it tomorrow. in. Oh, he's overcompensating tomorrow with the buzz <laughs> yeah. kills. Yeah. Every story's been like, I'm afraid I got the buzz kill. <laughs> uh, we will have more news tomorrow. Uh, we will be following this developing Joey Janela situation with him leaving AEW, which does not seem to be the most clean cut exit of any wrestling. It seems like that's more of a thing here. We'll follow up more on that. Obviously we'll have more results from AEW dynamite tonight and see where that, what the direction they're going here post revolution with the artists is and so much more. If you are listening to us on the podcast side of things, thank you so, so much. Uh, thousands of listeners, one of our biggest weeks ever on Spotify. We're so thankful if you're doing that. Uh, uh, if you're listening on the podcast side of things, we put up all of our top stories all of our post shows of Vince Russo and Dutch Mantel. We're going to start dropping a couple more things on there too, that kind of out of rhythm of what's going on. So if you're just a podcast listener, please, please go give us a five-star review. It really, really helps us out. We're working on getting sponsorships. We're not going to do those annoying sponsors that are like, there's like four and a half minutes of ads at the beginning of something like that. No, manscaped. Yeah. Like the the Chris Jericho ones that it takes up the first 15 minutes of the show. I'm not going to say anything bad about the great people at Manscaped. They have wonderful products that I would enjoy talking about. See, there we go, boys. All right. <laughs> He's asking for a deal, boys. I, I want to sell some ball trimmers. He, he okay? wants the, he wants I got to sell something that shaves your face right. He I already messed some, up mine. He wants some clean balls, people. <laughs> all right. Give me a promo code. I'll yell it. Uh, so all those different things here. Thank you guys so much. And remember, you can follow Jose at Jose underscore G underscore official. On the Tiki Talk, on the Instagram. We got those Mania Minutes coming out. We just dropped one on Twitter and Instagram. We're ready. 22,000. Yes, our first one. It already has 22,000 views on Reels on Instagram. Check it out. There's going to be a whole series of them dropping between now and WrestleMania. Uh, we worked really hard on those. So, Jeremy, when is your uh, Buzzkill Bennett t shirt coming out? Mm, I don't know. I don't make the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You got fan art. That's not too bad, dude. You got know, fan that was art. That's pretty coming good. That was pretty good. <laughs> I want to see that fan art. Send it over to me. Uh, I'll be on pay-per-view this Saturday for AAW Epic. That will be on fight.tv, 730 Central. Uh, go ahead and get that. All the info on that at aawpro.com. That's aawpro.com. And I'll put my Twitter as well, at Kev Kelm, Jose, and I in Dallas for WrestleMania. Thank you so much. Signing off. Clean and easy. Breathe easy, folks. It's okay. Just do this one thing. What's that? You got to enjoy wrestling and happy Stone Cold Day. What? Oh, what? hell yeah. What? What? One bear. Two, what? Bear, two what? bears. Three bears. 
Shot tequila, <laughs> scotch, whiskey. We can keep, we can keep doing this. <laughs> George Stern. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out.